0: To the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast with Cruz. Thanks for joining me for a new episode of the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. Hope you're having a great week so far. I'm Cruz. We got a lot to talk about the action at Michigan, along with the rain. A NASCAR champion announcing he will be returning next year a driver suspended indefinitely, and much, much more. Let's kick things off right now on the Days of Thunder NASCAR Podcast. Time now for your race day rewind. I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed the race at Michigan. Now, aside from the rain that postponed the finish until Monday, I still thought it was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it too. Chris Buescher. Is it Christopher or is it Chris? I get confused with this, especially with the stuff going on last year with Dell Jr., basically renaming him. But yeah, I really enjoyed the Firekeepers Casino 400. It was a really fun race. There were uh, a lot of highlights that we're going to go over. So let's start with the top five The rain. I can't tell you the last time I remember the rain being such an issue for the Cup Series. It seems like it's following the same tour as NASCAR. The race obviously being pushed to Monday when it started raining and falling again before stage two. I'm so glad, though, that we didn't make it to halfway because the race would have been called. No question about it. And we would have missed the great finish with Truex and Busher battling it out. The rain, though, again, a problem over the weekend. Coming in at number four on the list, the cars were loose. Now, mostly on Sunday, But Bell, Bush, Byron, Josh Berry, and others had big troubles as their cars would just break loose in the turns and cause them to spin and slam the wall. Now, Bell was able to continue somehow. I still can't figure that one out. But yeah, there was a lot of chaos with the cars, especially on Sunday at Michigan. Coming in at number three, Hendrick Motorsports continues to struggle at that racetrack. Michigan was not kind to HMS at all. Now, Larson did lead the organization with a top-five finish, but outside of that, it was rough. Alex Bowman finished 33rd. William Byron, 35th. Chase Elliott, who really, really needed a good run to keep his chase hopes alive, he finished 36th. Michigan it has been dominated by Fords over the last years, and Hendrick Motorsports still continuing to struggle in the car manufacturer's backyard. Coming in at number two, Mr. Monday, also known as Martin True X Jr. Now, the stats for Martin on Monday are insanity. Look them up for yourself, you'll believe me. Martin had another strong run at Michigan, which was a Monday. And I think if he had a few more laps, he would have passed the 17 and won the race. I mean, he was right there at the line when the checkered flag came out. Martin and that 19 team continuing to build momentum and show why they are a championship contender. And number one on the list of top five from Michigan, RFK. Two wins in a row for Christopher Busher and RFK. This was a huge one for Roush because they used to own that track but they have struggled for the last decade. It was a great finish for Brad Keselowski. He needed some points, and he is pretty solidly in the top 16 for the chase. So that was a good day, not only for Chris Buescher, but Brad Keselowski also. With three races left in the regular season, RFK is making a statement and coming alive at the right time. The top five from the Firekeepers Casino 400, you had Christopher Busher, followed by Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, and Kyle Larson. The points standings are looking pretty interesting. William Byron on the top, followed by Martin Truex, Kyle Busch at third, fourth Denny Hamlin, and Kyle Larson. Now, everybody's kind of watching that bubble for the chase around 16. Kevin Harvick looking pretty good at 13th, followed by Brad Keselowski. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Bubba Wallace is plus 58, standing in 15th position. Ty Gibbs plus three. So 17th, Michael McDowell minus three. uh, Daniel Suarez, 18th, negative five. And A.J. Allmendinger, negative 24. With road courses coming up, who knows what could happen with those really three with Ty Gibbs, Michael McDowell, and Daniel Suarez. Keep an eye on that on the next race. Should be uh, pretty interesting, especially heading into a road course at Indy. NASCAR News Now. Well, lots of garage news since Sunday. We'll start things off with some good news. Jockey announcing that they will extend their sponsorship of Trackhouse Racing in both of their cars for next season, the number one and the number nine. So that is good news. I always love hearing when sponsors renew with their teams, or a new sponsor comes in to the sport. I I just love hearing that kind of news. Also huge news. No one kind of knew what he was doing, but he slipped it out on Sunday. Martin tricks jr. Will be returning to Joe Gibbs racing for at least one more season in 2024. After that, he doesn't know, but he was asked and he said, yeah, I'm coming back. So Martin will be back in the number 19 at Toyota for 2024 and Goodyear doing a tire test on the Indy motor speedway oval, not the road course, the oval. That is some big news, a lot of feedback for that, but it sounds like the cup teams will not be racing at the road course next year. That is according to Denny Hamlin. So who knows what's going to happen with that? But it sounds like it could be a return for the Brickyard 400. And obviously the big news coming, well, on Sunday, that Legacy Motor Club and NASCAR have indefinitely suspended Noah Gregson. Legacy releasing a statement saying that he was basically suspended for his actions that do not represent the values of the Legacy Motor Club team. A lot of talk on what's going to happen with Noah Gregson, who's had a really, really bad year on the track so far. A lot of questions on if John Hunter Nemechek will replace him for 2024. Is Noah going to be back at all this season? No one seems to know, but Legacy did announce that Mike Rockefeller will be filling in for that 42 team at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway this weekend and at Watkins Glen on August 20th. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, as far as what's going to happen with Noah Gregson... It's still all up in the air. This is your Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. The Cup Series is headed back to Indy for the road course. I'm hearing this might be the last time they race at this course for a little bit. It's going to be a doubleheader with the IndyCar race on Saturday, the Cup race on Sunday. You can watch both on USA slash Peacock. You can stream that there. Should be a pretty good race, though. My top performers, Tyler Reddick. I think Chase Elliott's going to have a good rebound. And Michael McDowell. He is a sleeper when it comes to road courses. My dark horse on I'm going to go with Todd Gilliland. He's been flying under the radar for a number of weeks. We'll be sure to get your tickets for the Kansas Speedway race coming up here in a few weeks in September. It's going to be a great time with the Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series. That will be a chase race also. So who knows what's going to happen there. Super excited about it, though. Get your tickets at kansasspeedway.com. Have a great week. Enjoy the road course at Indy. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Cruise and the Days of Thunder podcast. Find out more NASCAR info at thebull1051.com.